We've all been hurt. We all carry scars. We can all overcome these things and be healed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's build that relationship together right here. Welcome to Healing Scars with Pastor Burton. Hey everybody, welcome back to the sanctuary. So good to have you with us. Uh, And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, let me just say welcome. Uh, This week marks two uh, really big events as far as uh, what we consider holidays here in the country and how we honor our military members. The first, of course, being uh, the Marine Corps birthday and the second being Veterans Day. So to my fellow Marines, let me just say happy birthday. And to my fellow veterans, thank you all for walking the walk. Now, with that said, this week's message is going to be different. Uh, I started out with one thing and then something totally different came out uh, as I was writing. Just really, it goes to show that you never know how the Holy Spirit's going to work and how he's going to move you. All right. So um, this week, I would like to start out um, our message with a prayer. Uh, And this prayer, it was actually written by uh, Marine veteran Dick Wilson, and it's aptly titled A Marine Prayer. And it goes like this. Almighty God, Father of the fatherless, now take me home. I was what others could not be. I went where others feared to go and did what others failed to do. I asked nothing from those who gave nothing, but gave hope, security, and freedom to all. I have seen the face of terror, felt the stinging cold of fear, and experienced the warm comfort of your love and protection through it all. I have enjoyed the sweet taste of life, comrades, love of country, your guiding hand and word. I have cried, failed, pained, loved, and hoped. I have lived times Others would say we're best forgotten. But what we are in life echoes into eternity. I humbly offer that with your guidance, I have done my duty and lived with the grateful pride of what I am, a United States Marine. Deep sea and sod for now hold our bodies, but you, O Lord, guard our souls until that final day when all stand before you guilty and for those who believe receive the gift of forgiveness and eternal life almighty god father of love through the precious blood of your son jesus christ i pray you now take me home for you have proven to be always faithful semper fidelis It's a wonderful prayer, isn't it? Now, of course, it calls out to being a Marine. However, it's very safe to say that it calls out to the hearts of everyone who has raised their hand, taken that oath of service, put on a uniform, and then stood their post to do their part for the mission our country has asked for them. Our country, who during times of strife, and times of peace alike, has always asked the question, who will stand the watch? 
This is important to note because it parallels Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, in which the Bible says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. That right there, that's the heart of a volunteer. The heart of someone willing to stand up for what is right. To do what's been asked by their people. And to respond by the calling of God placed upon their hearts. More importantly, whether they realize it or not, living out the action of what it means to obey that commandment that says to love your neighbor. Now, let's face it. The warrior's path, the warrior's life, is not easy. Suffice to say, it's anything but. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. The Bible tells us, No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Simply put, soldiers don't have the time to get wrapped up in the day-to-day nonsense that civilians place such high value on. Often, way more than what it's worth. Instead, even though he may miss being able to get wrapped up in that stuff from time to time, the soldier stays focused on their duties and what it means to be a soldier, to be a warrior. Now, please keep in mind, when I use that term soldier, I'm using it very generically to refer to all of our our warriors, all of our servicemen and women, um, whether they're Marines, sailors, airmen, soldiers, guardsmen, etc. This is all inclusive, okay? Now, from from the the perspective of a a veteran myself um, and everything, you know, and, and you'll see this and a lot of things that you read, a lot of biographies as well. You know, when, when you leave civilian life, when a person leaves civilian life, you do go through an indoctrination to become a warrior. Because nobody can survive without it. You know, that, that training, you, you learn certain skills, but your mindset is changed as well. The way you think about things, the way you approach things, the way you do things. You know, life as you knew it, truly does cease to exist. You know, the thing that isn't talked about is the fact that when you come home, you'll never be able to fully revert back to who you were before. And this is because that the, the warrior's path, the warrior's way is ingrained to into you so deeply that it can't be fully uprooted. Now, this is not a bad thing. You know, this is... This is where people like to talk about, well, you know, they flip the switch, but they don't tell you how to turn it off. That's not true. Um, you know, there, there, there is so much here. Um, but, you know, be, because there's so much we can learn from the, those past experiences of those who served. See, the problem is that many veterans, they start to buy into this phenomenon that's called illusory truth effect. Um, some of you may have heard me speak about this before. All right, now I'll explain what that is. All right, illusory tu- truth effect is when, you know, this is what occurs when you hear something over and over um, 
you know, or say something or do something over and over. Um, I shouldn't say do, but when you, when you hear or say something over and over to that point where you actually start to believe it. You know, in the military, we're, we're conditioned to plan for the worst, hope for the best, right? Part of that is hearing what could, excuse me, um, part of that is hearing what could happen, what might happen, and how to respond should that something happen. And these things are repeated so often and so much that the wording starts to change. All right, and, and it's like that experiment when you have a bunch of people sitting in line next to each other and, you know, you whisper, you say something real quietly to that first person, you know, like, hey, you might choke if you eat too fast. And then that person says it to, you know, to the person next to him who repeats it to the person next to him and so on and so forth. And by the time it makes it all the way down to that last person, it's changed and it's being repeated as if you even look at that cotton candy, you're going to die. Right. So soldiers are already set up to be in those dark places that are so hard to escape. And it's an issue that doesn't get fixed. All right. And then something does happen. Because let's face it, that's that's why we're there. That's why we're in service, right? Look at the last two decades. We ourselves have been at war in a, in a you know a, 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 more than a, cu- a couple countries here. You know, we had, we had the Operation Enduring Freedom, Iraq, Operation Iraqi Freedom. You know, and that of course entailed Afghanistan, Iraq, and then all the other countries that were wrapped up in that, um, such as uh, the Philippines, uh, for example. You know, um, and, and several other places where there were different operations and different things uh, that coincided. You know, um, so you take those people who are already on edge and then you put them into an environment where that maybe becomes reality, where the evil of the world, that the evil, you know, the, 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 the devil, you know, the devil's world. All right. It becomes that world around them, it becomes their new reality. They're wrapped up in that storm and they can't escape it. You know, they, they've, they've been volunteered and they're pushed into it for a reason. So they're bunkered down with their new family, you know, the, that, that, that service member that's next to them, that they're working with to you know, try to survive and to accomplish the mission. And that's when you see unconditional love come forward again. It's that love that Jesus speaks of in John 15, verse 13, when he says, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. No greater love. You know, what? what, what is that? What, what is he talking about here? Well, it's the opposite of the world's love. The love that the world gives, it's very conditional. You have to earn it and you have to keep on earning it every single day, every single minute. And if you make one mistake, if you have even just the slightest misstep, it's taken away. And you're shoved all the way back to scratch, back to, you know, square one, and you're having to work to try to earn it back. And that's if, if you're even able to. You might not ever be able to earn it back again. You know, people put that in there with trust. You know, however, the love that we're talking about here, the love that Jesus was talking about, like I said before, this is the polar opposite. You know, that this is this this is up there. Uh, this is like that, that. This is that agape type love, 
right? Where that war, you know, that warrior that's next to you, they become your family. And they, at that moment in time, when you're wrapped up in that storm, they are your family. And it, it, you know, regardless of any issues that you had in the rear when you were back in that safe, safe area, you know, on base, you know, your staging areas and all that stuff, doing your training and and everything. When it's go time, and you're actually out there and you're working and you're doing the job, you love them unconditionally. Now, a warrior, you know, a soldier will do absolutely anything to protect that person next to them even if it's at the cost of their own life and and you know as, as hard as this may be for some people to hear or even to wrap their mind around it is very easy because at that point to that warrior their point of view has changed their life is you know to them is absolutely meaningless if it means somebody else needs to die. That soldier, that warrior, they will gladly make the sacrifice themselves. They will sacrifice their own life to save another person, to ensure that that soldier next to them gets to go home. You know, or, you know, say they make it all the way through and they'll volunteer for another tour right they'll stay even though this lowers their odds of survival they'll stay if it means that someone else doesn't have to go into that horror show doesn't have to witness the things that they've witnessed doesn't have to do the things that they've done doesn't have to die so this is this is the meaning in Luke 14 Verse 33, when Jesus said, So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. So you have to be willing to give up everything for Jesus. Just like you have to be willing to give up everything to love your neighbor. You know, this, is, this, go, this all goes into no greater love. This is also what Jesus was talking about in Luke 18, verse 22. The, you know, um, when the Bible says, So when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Not only possessions, but your own life. Luke 9, verse 23, the Bible says, And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And in Luke 14, verse 27, the Bible says, and whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. You see, a a lot of people, they look at veterans, you know, with this horrible stereotype, you know, that they're, they're just these dark, mean, hardened, broken people. The reality is, they're really not. You know, they've, they've known better than most what absolute evil is. And by that, they also know what absolute and pure love is, what sacrifice is truly about. You want to see veterans truly come alive? Put them in a room together. It does not matter what branch they come from, when they served, where they served, you know, what their social class is, their race, their gender, all that Nonsense goes out the window. You'll hear a vernacular 
coming out of their mouths that is foreign, but still understandable. And, and, and jokes and things, I'm telling you, that would make John Wayne blush. Why? Uh, because of four letters. L-O-V-E. Love. Love. So, you know, much like Memorial Day, Veterans Day means a lot of different things to a lot of people, and a lot of veterans at that. And those that have seen us struggle to find that switch to return to a sense of normalcy, you know, it's, it's also a struggle. But at the end of it all, the greatest commandment, well, you know, one of the two greatest commandments, the second is love. For, you know, for all who have wondered how to think a veteran, the answer is a lot easier to say, but a lot harder to do. And it's simply this. Live a life worth their sacrifice. Much like living for Jesus, you'll find it can be a daily struggle. But if you keep your eyes on Jesus, trust in Jesus, and let Jesus be your guide, you will find it can be a lot easier to do. Remember, that's what true love is. It's it's the same as being a disciple of Jesus. You have to be willing to give up everything, even your own life, to follow him. That's what love is. And that's what it is to be a veteran. That's what it is to join the service. That is what's truly ingrained in you. Remember, you're loved. You were blessed. So go and be a blessing. Go and be the church. Thank you all for joining us here today at Healing Scars with Pastor Burton. Please like, subscribe, and share our podcast on any platform it is that you tune into us on. If you do have any questions, any prayer requests, or would like to know more about our ministry, you can find us on our website at BeTheLightSanctuary.org or on Facebook at BeTheLightSanctuary. You could also find how to contact us there, whether it's direct message or email. We look forward to hearing from you all. God bless.